Mimosas with Michael. Mimosas with Michael. Mimosas with Michael. Yay! <laughs> Welcome to Mimosas with Michael. <laughs> I'm here with um, Keith Kirkwood, who, well, he's a politician. And you do a lot of things, so let's toast because we're having mimosas. We're going to toast because it's Sunday. Yep, Sunday fun day. <laughs> so you, you and I were having a fun conversation before the show started about how you were a fashion model. Yes. And then you were like, oh, and it's interesting how I got into politics. So I do want to know how, how interesting it is you got into politics because I think that's fascinating. It's very similar, right? Yeah, so similar. <laughs> All that training, taking pictures, get used to it. But um, we, I grew up in, in Cape Cod, so we were really um, kind of grew up on uh, the Kennedys. You know, it was, a, yeah. it was a big deal over there. So uh, I was always fascinated with that. You know, how, okay. how you always would hear people to complain in the neighborhood about things they didn't like. Yeah. And you kind of see somebody who could take what they didn't like and do it. Yeah. So it was very enticing. You say, you know, I don't want to talk about problems. I want to fix the problems. Yeah, of course, so, which I think is great. Obviously, when you're like 17, 18, you, no one's you know, running for nothing. You could even get like the dog catcher, you know, at that age. Yeah. So you just kind of make your own way, you know. And uh, okay. I got lucky. Someone was coming out the gym, and uh, some woman was like, yeah, come. You should try modeling. I'm like, really? So yeah. I was like, yeah, it's good, you know. And my mom brought me to this thing, and uh, it was a bunch of people. Like, there was a pro scout, they call this thing. Yeah. And it was like thousands of people in Boston at the Sheraton. And you get this little number, and you got to like go in, in, in front of all the agents and show you pictures and everything. And... um. I look back now, I'm like, holy shit, I was so nervous to do that because you have a little like, bathing suit and you, you know, yeah. go out there the wrong way for everybody. Um, and ended up winning the, the, the contest and they had to go, you know, they, after you, you're done the show, they bring it to New York and you meet the agents that took a, you know, an interest in you. So I went to New York from Boston. I was going, geez, three or four days a week on a little Peter Pan bus. You know, awesome. to, to, yeah. you go to the go see and maybe you don't get it, but you got to come back and they go, you know what, they want to see you again. So you got to go back. Yeah. And it was a real grind. But it really gives you th you know tough skin because most people aren't used to hearing uh, no or being rejected, yeah. right? And in that business, uh, you know, you're not going for like batting averages, right? You're kind of swinging for home runs. You know, you're not yeah, gonna, you're course, not going to yeah. bat a thousand everything you go to. It's just like I said, anybody who's a dancer or an actor or anything that's a performance, right? Yeah, you, you really get a tough skin and you really uh, build a self belief in yourself because if not, you would go out two or three of those and you'd say this is not for me. You know, this kind of stings someone being like yeah. you're not right for it, or you take it personal and say I guess I'm not. Uh, talented enough for this guy, you know. Yeah. So you really build that, that that tough skin, and that's important here in this in this city in this industry because I work around actors every day. Yeah, and part of the, like I wanted to grow up being an actor, but then I was like, I don't want to deal with the rejection of that. Yeah, which yeah. is why I became a writer because then I could, if I got rejected, it was a letter in my room. And I could cry over like a beer. Yeah, we just I didn't write that one. Yeah, uh, that was, <laughs> was like that was a, I was a ghostwriter on that one. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's kind of how it started, and then. Uh, I mean, now I've been doing, you know, still since I was probably 19, I started it and okay. I've done like 1200 magazines now That's and amazing. I have a good time with it. So it's, it's, nice, it's, it's fun now when I get to do it. Um, I get to talk about, you know, things that I'm doing and, uh, you know, smile still, but I used to always laugh. I said, uh, you know, they paid me not to smile, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, men are very stoic, you know? Um, but it, it's a very interesting business and it's changed a lot now with like the social media aspects, you yeah. know, happening than it was when you would obviously coming from, from a small town like I came in, we didn't have no stoplights. So there was no there was no ability to make any you know any career moves there you yeah know? of course so you got to go to the city now you know with just with social media you can do so much more emails 
and so kind of get an idea where you stand yeah. than just going and kind of like winging it. You know, like people usually will, will do like direct the call back or things like that if you're out of town or direct booking. But back then, there wasn't a lot of you know ways to do that. So you yeah. were like mailing like pictures and like postage. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And it's changed so fast. It's not that long ago. I mean, no. like 10 years, it's a night and day industry. I so, work with YouTubers all the time and it's just like these people never even took an acting class. They just yeah. they do what we do. We just sit in front of a microphone and talk. And talk. About stuff. Yeah. yeah, and you almost buy personality. So now a lot more clients are interested in what your social media following is yeah. than how good you are in front of a camera. So crazy. But I've I've helped some of my friends that come up and say, well, how do you? Like, I got to pose for a, I'm an attorney and I got to do my pictures. And I'm yeah. like, you really see it's it, they they take it for granted that oh if, if someone thinks oh this person is handsome this girl's pretty she's just gonna look good at, in front of the camera and it's not like that. There's no. a certain art to it. So I always appreciate you know when you see good good pictures or whether it's the the photographer or the you know the, the editor you know yeah. post um, could be that guy's trained to get him in the right shape but it's a lot more work than I think people assume that it is and when they try it in, in the front of the lens yeah. it's like oh I didn't get the pictures that I wanted to get I'm like yeah it takes a little bit of skill to, to just know it because yeah. you gotta look at yourself enough times and yeah. you know if you got five shots you can you can nail what you want to nail because you just used to seeing yourself like okay yeah. this is the way it likes to, likes to look so. it's the same way when you act or same when you do anything it's yeah yeah you got a comfortability in front of the camera you know yeah. and that's the biggest thing you can usually pump things out much faster than when you're you know, we know what you're doing. Yeah. So, and how long have you been in politics? Uh, three years. Really? Yeah. Okay. So still new. Still a freshman, I guess, right? No, that's it's good. Like we have to learn somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, um, so what do you do in politics? Tell me a little bit. We'll go down that road for a minute. And yeah. Then I'll go back so, to the hard stuff. Uh, I have elected office in LA, and nice. then um, Governor Brown uh, nominated me uh, for a commissioner nice. position, and then it was confirmed by uh, the president. So Perfect. it's a federal uh, appointment. How so, exciting. yeah, it takes a little bit longer. Like, for this case, it took seven and a half months okay. um, because it was an election cycle when I came at the same time as oh, got the it. new administration. So, yeah, it was a long time. For seven months, you're kind of waiting. You're like, what's up? Yeah, you're like, yeah. It's almost like having an audition for a big project. Yeah, seven months just, later, yeah. you're like, what's going on? That's yeah. a long time to wait. Yeah, we do a lot of background checks and stuff like that. You know, obviously, if you're, if you're representing, um, you know, the, the federal government or if yeah. you obviously have somebody, if it's the governor or the president that's given his signature uh, to sign off on you, yeah. they certainly want to make sure that, you know, you know, they, they, you're, any warrants. You're, yeah, you are who we say you are. <laughs> exactly. No, I think that's great. So, yeah, it's been been a lot of fun. So, and I now, think that same, that same uh, certain things that you learn, you know, from coming up. Yeah. Um, on just like almost like media training in a way, you know, because you do so much of this, right? And especially now with social media, it's the yeah. same aspect. Oh, yeah. If you're trying to get a, a part in a film or if you're trying to, to get a, a magazine ad, certainly uh, the same thing when you're in politics, right? You got to use that same media strategy to, okay. get, to get the word out there. Yeah, you of know, course. Yeah, what yeah. you're trying to promote. So it, it definitely helps, you know, it'd be comfortable in front of it. You know? And it's interesting. Um, so I have, I have nephews that I've kind of helped raise, so they're a little bit younger. And when I work with a lot of these YouTubers, like, I don't really understand the concept of social media. I mean, I didn't before. Yep. And when I started working with a lot of the YouTubers, I kind of watched the way that they handled their social media. And I was like, okay, I, I guess I can do that. Like, yeah. Oh, I can start tagging stuff. I can I start doing Insta. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm from the the age where we didn't have that. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know how to not communicate. It too, I mean, I'm I'm not old, but I'm not young. Yeah. And so to like have to figure it out, it's so interesting to be older and try to figure that out. Especially yeah. trying to, when you are trying to talk about policies yep. and then... And stuff like that. So, well, and that's the thing too. It was you look at the the voting base in, in Southern California. We have some of the lowest uh, turn, voter turnout. And, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And what what's tough is you're trying to reach the audience that are the active voters, which yeah. typically uh, seniors have certainly always been quite active um, across the country. You know. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. That's true. But the the youth and uh, it doesn't always show up. You know, they have like this last cycle. Uh, you know, obviously, you see with Bernie Sanders, you know, he was really able to get the youth out there. But, yeah. he, but he spoke, a few, you know, he spoke certain things that yeah. resonated with them. So you kind of see it's not that they're not interested, it's they're not 
they, they have to hit the certain um, target points yeah. that they're interested in, and then they'll get in, you know, into it. Is it because they don't think it makes a difference? I think so. Yeah. I think I think what's the, really sad is that they'll pay attention to a presidential election, but they yeah. won't pay attention to your local elections. Yeah, which and is just as important sometimes. If not more important, because your day-to-day life is affected more by your, your councilman or your mayor. Yeah. Then this is what's going on, you know, in, in the federal government. Because it takes so long to trickle down. One hundred percent. I mean, you know, there's so many things. Whether it's you know school or, or you know sidewalks. You know, obviously the city went through a big lawsuit recently because yeah. of the you know the sidewalks were a little rough. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And, and you know, th- that's things that like okay, well, I want that fixed because I see that every day. Yeah. You know, obviously we'll be talking about state tax because that's another thing. But when you look at the interest, people get so hopped up on things that it's like. I understand. You know, it's a, it's a passion. You know, yeah. that you feel for something, but you should still take that passion over to all the elections, not just pick and choose which ones you're going to be upset about. Yeah. You know, because you'll be less upset when you can feel like you're part of the whole process, yeah. not just like watching the Super Bowl and be like, "What is this?" You know, so you got to watch the whole season. And you're more invested yeah. into those teams when you're watching yeah, the game. I'm like a Super Bowl kind of guy too. That sucks. Are you? You're just like a one hit wonder there. Yeah, like one game a year. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, and I just go for the the the. Halftime show, anyways. Really? No, I'm just you're one of those. Huh? <laughs> yeah. But but no, but I think I I get what you're saying. It's like it's like how can you complain about the big thing if you're not there fixing the small For, the smaller things as well? Yeah, and understanding that the smaller things is what affects you the most. Yeah, out, exactly. Out of the yeah. day, and uh, I think it, what, when you do social media though, it's figuring out okay, the a lot of the you know the seniors aren't necessarily hopped up on the Facebook. No, of course. Um, yeah. So when you're doing these you know issues, you're like okay, well if we're just talking about you know Medicaid or something that doesn't appeal to the kids, it's like are we losing are we losing that audience? Yeah. So you really try to tailor to the right markets. But I think one of the most fun things about it about politics or what I enjoy is actually getting out there almost to leave that. Yeah. You know, social media aspect, like you know, that's okay. At night, when everybody's sleeping, you can you know you can promote that stuff. But it's yeah. nice when you actually go out to nurse homes and you can talk to people. Yeah, and they actually can see, touch you, and, and you know they can hear your silly accent or whatever it may be. But you're actually you get a better understanding. Yeah. I really, and you can see in their face yeah. when someone's really passionate about something or sad about something or distressed. You can really take that and use that for your own you know um, inspiration. Yeah, because you, know, you, you, you are you really like you know. We're fighting for people. It's like you're taking what your constituents have problems with and trying to shape those problems and not make them problems anymore. Yeah. So when you can see the people explaining their you know, situation, you're not going to get that through an email. Yeah. So well, And you're very engaging. I won't lie. Like oh, from you. the moment I met you and I was like, wow, this guy's in a suit. And it's like, oh, he's such a politician. And then yeah. we started talking and it's like you're smiling and yeah. you have like you're, you have these – like bright blue eyes and then you have this accent and you just feel like another guy that I'm just talking to probably because which is great if if we like my grandfather was a, a farmer so we grew up with really like you know he was you know he, he was successful at, at oh my grandfather was a farmer too at, at farming but it's interesting and it's hard to find now right especially out, out east you yeah know, obviously Midwest it still goes you know so well that's much my strong. mom's yeah it's from that side yeah yeah uh, well, and when we found that it's just always my grandfather never stopped doing the work on the farm you don't go. Yeah. Like, you don't just hire people and say, "I'm going to sit in the house and, and do whatever I do." Like yeah. he always drove a truck. You know, he always was milking the cows and, and, and doing the shucking the corn. And it was like, so you just kind of learn at an early age that you never like nothing's out of your realm of work. You yeah. know, you just got to do whatever wherever you needed. And I think if you have a lot of passion for what you do, it just kind of comes out. It's not like you got to turn the switch on. I think that's what we we see sometimes when we see the politics and it doesn't yeah. inspire people because they're really intelligent, but then they're like methodical about it. Okay. It's not like I really want to get in here and help. It's like 
I got to go talk to these people because it's going to help me do X, Y, and, you know, get to where yeah. I need to be. And I think people see that. And I think people, especially now with social media, because you could be in Colorado and that same speech now, you can see it all over the world. Yeah. So when they go to the next stop, maybe people don't show up as much yeah. because oh, I already seen that speech stump and it's not yeah. that impressive because they're speaking from a page. Like I hate that. Yeah. You know? Oh, just that's give true. Me the yeah. bullet points and let me just talk because I'm talking about something that I think I believe in. Yeah. So if I need somebody to write it for me, then how do I believe in it? Because you that's, believe in it. Yeah. Right? It's like... Well, it's like acting. In, 100%. I guess in that sense, yeah. And, and, you know, when I would talk to um, uh, uh, Jersey Shore guy, like Mike, you know, situation. Oh, you yeah. Know? And you know, they uh, you do these shows and I said, you know, one of the interesting things about you is if someone likes Tom Cruise, they like a character that somebody wrote for Tom Cruise. Yeah. Whether it's like Top Gun and Maverick. You know, it's, yeah. oh, that's so cool. But that's not Tom. He's playing a character. Yeah. With you, for better or worse, if people like you, they actually are buying into you. the person that yeah. you are, not a character. Granted, in these shows, they kind of you know edit it so you become somewhat of a character. But it's the same thing in politics. Like, you got to buy you. Like, you're buying yeah. that person that's gonna go on and, and and stand for what we have as a city or as a community. We want this person to represent us because he's gonna speak with real conviction and real yeah. passion. But he speaks our language, not somebody that's so disconnected that has some influence and some money to get yeah. in a position and he's talking about things that he doesn't even know about. So how can he yeah. really get there yeah. and sweat or, or, or be passionate about what he's talking about because he didn't lose his job yeah. or, or he's not trying to pay for insurance for his family. He's set. And I think that's one thing where I would encourage youth is to to, to get involved you know, in, in politics because important. It's not always like, oh, I have to be so successful and I have to hit all my, you know, my ducks in a row and now I'm going to run. That's what we see. Yeah. But that's the huge disconnect. And I think, again, that's the reason why you don't see people following it as much. I mean, just look at the social media yeah, aspect. That's true. You'll say sometimes mayors in a city, they have 1,700 followers. But any any pop star yeah. you know, may have a million. And you're like, well, this person's running your city. Yeah. But they don't look at that with any envy or any like excitement. Like, what's he doing with us? They don't care. Yeah. But they want to know what song coming out from Drake. It's crazy. Drake, I, I get you it. Know, yeah. it's, and it's like, I thought if we could instill that excitement, you know, like... Or even when Kanye does crazy stuff, people will follow him more. Yeah, he wears a hat, and all yeah. of a sudden that's everywhere. But yeah. yet the guy who's talking about the hat, they don't even know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Like, or, or the gentleman that the hat was for, yeah. you know, they, they'll get policies all twisted up, but they'll know everything that Kanye did that, that moment or what he I, said. I don't it's, get it it's like, yeah, we got to... Yeah. I think if you make it a little bit more hip, a little bit more cool, and you make it more at the ground level of how they can actually be involved, mm -hmm. I think that's how you get people to, to, to get it. And Good for you. It's almost like just... Yeah, you, you kind of got to show them that your voice really does matter. It's not cliche. Yeah. Like, because you got to get your friends together and you, you you have your little like watching parties and just like you do with the games. Like, everybody yeah. knows what's going on because you tweet about it. Yeah. You know what's going on with the, with the, with the royal wedding, right? I mean, I've seen I, so many pictures of People were talking day. about it all day. I was like, I don't even know. I don't care. I, I feel mean, like I, I was care. married watching that thing. I said, oh, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> you know, and they were three in the morning and it's like, I see all these <laughs> things pop up, you know, on my notifications. Like, hey, did you see it? I'm like, not three, not 3 a.m. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, everybody watches that. Because yeah. it's like a fantasy, right? And it's, and it's interesting because in America, we don't even have a king or a queen or a prince. No. It's not even our country. And people no. are like, I had to get up and watch it at 5 a.m. Yeah, so. and they've been doing this every, th every time it happens from Diane yeah. to you know Prince William. And uh, yeah, it's great to see. But I think people get excited about that because it, it's more glamorous. Yeah. Whereas people don't get it. Like yeah. They watch C-SPAN, they fall asleep. Yeah. You know? But because they're reading from a page. Yeah. You know, when you see two people arguing on the side of the street, people pull over and stop. Like, what's going on? But yeah. if they were reading it, like... Jamie, I'm upset with what you said to me today. I don't think we should be seeing each other. It's boring. Yeah. But if you see the passion that they're having for each other, everybody's like, oh, you're in trouble. I think we're in a visual culture in that sense. Just with yeah. a lot of reality television that we have, going back to your, you know, the situation. And, and people kind of get caught up in that. Now, I work in film, so I don't 
I watch reality television. Sometimes I feel like it's not real just because I understand the concept. Yeah. But I just it's crazy. Well, but you kind of have to buy. I think you have to find a way to to sort of navigate that culture. Yeah, and I think some of the the, the programs that uh, I try to bring in uh, now that we're working on kind of engulf that. Like, um, you know, obviously as we were kind of chatting before the the podcast with a lot of schools. Um, you know, funding gets cut, and obviously yeah. the arts is one of the first things to go. So you appreciate this, obviously being in the arts yourself, dude. I grew um, up being a singer, yeah. So you know about it, you know. Yeah. And it's it's fun to have the camaraderie of of bringing the arts in school because it just breaks up the day of just you know obviously you know knows to the books on on you know on studying your basic history, mathematics, all that stuff. It's nice when you can kind of in the middle of the day you can take a music class because mm-hmm. it kind of like rechannels your energies, you know. Yeah. And you go back into third or fourth period and you feel like okay, I'm a little bit more refreshed. Yeah. So I have a program, School of Pop. Where schools that can't afford instruments, yeah. they don't need the instruments because going back to the boy band days, uh, it's more about you know singing and and dancing, and yeah. we can provide that without any instruments. That's free. That's just yeah. taking you know we have um, like groups like Ninety Eight Degrees with Jeff Timmons, who's a, yeah. a good friend of mine, who's you know was more than uh, forthcoming with I'd love to be a part of this. Yeah. And like the, the gentleman's uh, in the band Old Town. Yeah. And if we can create um, you know music and content where they're almost doing their own boy band inside the schools, you know? So they're learning yeah. singing and they're learning the dance moves and they choreograph and all that. Uh, they get the same excitement of kind of getting a chance to get out of the class, yeah. learn the arts, and then have some fun with each other, you know? And it brings, I mean, look, sports and entertainment is such a great blend, you know, from different cultures to come together. It's the easiest yeah. way to get people to, to kind of like not see but any not sort that... of color or religion. It's just yeah. about the bigger goal, right? Whether it's by singing and dancing, having fun, or playing sports and winning. So we felt like this is a way that we can not lose music, yeah. but at the same time, you know, still provide, you know, uh, a program that would be beneficial, you know, for those same... Well, not, not everybody's good at... I was never good at sports. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm awkward, I'm left-handed, all this stuff, and I could never, ever... Like I was active, but I was never good in sports, and so I. But I was also extremely talented. I can write. I can sing. Yeah. So, and I think people f- don't realize that you can get the same sort of um, confidence and camaraderie doing arts and theater and stuff. And I and it's uh, it's often overlooked. Like, how can a boy be a boy if he's doing well, a musical? What a hundred percent. I think that's what's yeah. that's what's great when you have um, people that you know, whether it's social media or or that kind of stand up for that stuff. That yeah. it's not like. Guys can't do theater. Of course he can. I mean, Hugh Jackman's a perfect example of that, yeah. right? Like he's a, a, a you know muscular guy, and he can do Wolverine or he can do The yeah. Greatest Showman. Yeah, like that was one of my favorite movies ever. I gotta tell you, like, <laughs> yeah. I had no interest in seeing that. And when yeah. I seen that, I was like, wow. Yeah, like it was great. But you know what brought me into it? Watching the YouTube video. Yeah. Before the movie, when he was crying, when they were doing some song to kind of get the movie made. Yeah. And he was with the studio, and he was watching yeah. them sing that song, and he was just he just got up. He was in a suit. You know, and he yeah. had some sort of illness where he couldn't sing or something. Yeah. And he just was like, the hell with it. And he was feeling it. And you're watching that. You're like, if I had a check, I'd get right to move right then. Yeah. Because he's not reading something. It's genuine. Yeah. And that's what I think we, we, we lack a lot of is that, is that you know, that genuineness. Um, Especially in this sort of society where we're kind of connected to our phones. 100%. Yeah. And if you're connected with your phone, it's like what – it's like almost like – Everybody does that first thing in the morning, right? You're looking at what, what you're doing. Yeah. But it's like, if you can look at it and take the positivity from things, mm-hmm. you know, where you go, oh, I'm inspired. It's like Tony Robbins. You know, you see something that pops up. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, good. I'm going to start my day. But then some people look at things and they start to, to have that, like, that hate. And a lot of times it's misdirection, right? Maybe the family life's not that great. Yeah. But if you can have programs at school where maybe they don't want to play sports, but if they don't have any music program, there's nothing else for them to do, really. Yeah. You got sports and music of the academics. 
Yeah. Well, academics is not a lot of chit chatting, right? As soon as they do, it's like you out. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there before, right? You talk too much in class, you get you know, yeah. you get moved out. There's no come so, so exactly. So you got to figure that. out. You got to give that something for everybody, the arts folks, and the you know the athlete, and the athletes. And if you can, can, you know, if they can do one each, yeah, fantastic. But I think we see that a lot because music is about expression. Mm-hmm. And let me just ask somebody in Metallica, right? I'm sure they, you know, you go, oh, what maybe do this music? Yeah. Well, in this music, a lot of times it's certain upbringings, but you could release that. You yeah. can get it through writing. You can get it through, of course, singing, playing guitar, playing the drums. But when you're not giving that any outlet to the to a lot of kids, sometimes you're like, maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea, you yeah. know, to to make that happen. Kids need that outlet. Mm-hmm. And I mean, well, obviously, people need that outlet. Yeah. Even as adults, I think that's where we get more, like you know, road rage and things. People don't aren't doing things they enjoy, right? It's all about things that they have to do, yeah. not things that they want to do. And I think that's important in school to be able to start. Uh, I think we got to change a little bit of what we see now in, in public schools. I think yeah. we've got to modernize it. I think we're doing the same thing as we've done 30 years ago, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, society's changing. And I think, you know, it is important to have, um, to teach entrepreneurship in school. Yeah. You know, I know I've been trying to bring in um, internships much earlier than like college. Yeah. Right? Well, oh, the first nice. time you get an internship, right? Is in college. Yeah. Um, where we can bring in business owners right into middle schools and they talk about the business. Yeah. The kids will tell them, you know, I think you should do this to improve it. Now that business owner can decide as many kids as they want to bring in them for internship. Oh wow! The kids get an idea on maybe what they like, maybe what they don't like. Yeah. But they get involved and in the process. Time, you have more time to, to to kind of go for that goal and figure out. Yeah, you kind of get like a couple of years in high school, and you don't even really know. Yeah, you're thrown to the wolves. Yeah, and, and you, you go can, to college, and you're like, that's not what I wanted. Well, I guess my the, my the the idea to say where well, where does this come from, right? Well, people go into school, but they don't really know what they want to do. But yeah. They know they have to do something to to, to succeed, and a lot of times, like, we'll go to yeah. school. So you get a liberal arts degree and you come out and you go, wow, I got 40 grand to pay and I don't have a job. But if you started early, yeah. getting some, almost like a trade school. You yeah, know, no, I think, I think it's, it's a great idea, yeah. with, like any sort of trade school, because you're, maybe you're 16 years old, but you're welding. Maybe you don't want to weld, but at least you know where you're going to school. You could yeah. probably get a job as a welder because yeah. you, you have a trade set, electrician and plumbing, all that stuff. And I think a lot of times people don't realize the amount of money you can make at those jobs. Yeah. If especially if you own those jobs. It's not just like you have to be at a, you know, wear a suit to say, okay, this is how I'd be successful. There's a lot of blue collar jobs that make more money than the people driving in you know, the car, uh, sorry, going to work in a suit. Yeah. But you don't know that because it's not glamorized. See, we all go to the same path that we see on TV. Yeah. A plumber's not showing up in his Mercedes and say, oh, I had a great day at work today. Typically, those jobs are more humble. Yeah. So he may have more money in his bank account, but maybe he's driving a truck. So the kids aren't being inspired to say, I'm gonna do that. It's like, I gotta play sports. Or yeah. I gotta get music. So if that doesn't pan out, sometimes they, you know, they go in the wrong direction yeah. because they go, what am I else am I going to do? And it's like, there's a world of opportunities to be like, if you can't sing, maybe you're right. Maybe you produce, yeah. but that stuff is not glamorized. And I feel like the millennials and the, and the generations yeah. following, they're looking at what's exciting. What gets me excited to want to work? I want to be famous. I want to be well-known. I want to matter. And it's like, you can matter, but it's yeah. more important to matter, to really matter to people that love you than it is to, to matter temporarily to a large amount of people. Yeah. Because then when that goes away, whether it's a hit, or whether it's a, a body, a, you're very empty. And you see it a lot with you know yeah. musicians, and they have everything, but, but then they, they're depressed yeah. inside. And it's like a, it's a false sense of, of, of love, yeah. you know? So it's like you can get the same feeling by, you know, by having a, a regular job. You don't got to be famous to be successful, you know? And when yeah. I go to schools, I see it a lot when I talk to the kids. It's like they're like, oh, my God, I had no idea that, you know, these you know, careers are out there. So it's like, we got to bring that to them. We got to show them. If you go to a trade school, you don't have to be, you know, say if you're in automotive, yeah. you don't have to say, okay, I'm automotive. I'm going to work at Jiffy Loop. No, you can work for NASCAR. You can, yeah. you can work at the corporate office in Mercedes. And these jobs pay very well. 
But you're talking to them, it's like, I never knew that. They just assume I work at Pet Boys. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. But if you have high aspirations, you could still be an entrepreneur and do that. You yeah, could, of course, you, yeah. And have a, a trade set. So if you get able to provide that at a high school level, these kids already get a jump start at that. You know? And if it's something that's more um, you know, in real estate or, or development or things that are more business-like, if you're bringing in uh, the entrepreneurs that do those fields, they can listen to it and they can not read a textbook. They can see somebody in their school that yeah. has succeeded in that. And now they can decide, okay, I want to do this. You know, I'm going to ask them, can I, you know, hey, can I come for the summer and work with you? And they can get that out of their system if they don't like it at 16 instead of going to school for it and be like, you know, I don't like this no more. Yeah, I just you've invested all grand. that money. Yeah, and then you're not going to do what you want to do anyways. That's right. I think that's smart. Hey. Whoa. Yeah, he's like, that's why I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> smart plans. <laughs> smart plans. And yeah, start early. I like that. Yeah, it helps. Any, anything else exciting going on? With Mr. Kirkwood, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. So you're, you're a print model. Yep, done that. Mm -hmm. What else have you done? So you're a man, the boy big, band. Yep, yeah, uh, yeah. Used to be in a boy band. Yeah. Wait, which boy band? Because you haven't um, mentioned it yet. Yeah, we were in a band, a main attraction. Main uh, attraction. Yeah, the ultimate satisfaction. That's. <laughs> uh, yeah, it it was definitely one of those things where it was. Uh, I was every night I was singing, man, and dancing uh, up in the rooms. You know, I said that was coming out of trouble because again, you had a goal, and yeah. that's why I try to tell you, you have a goal. You can, you can, you can. Get out of any situation, and that that's you important want to be for in. for young kids not to cut you off. But I think the uh, the problem with a lot of young kids is they they aren't challenged enough, and so they get bored. And when you're sure. bored, that's kind of when you get in trouble. Well, so yeah, because so, you're you're looking for that stimulation. Yeah, and I know when I found something at an early age that I really wanted to do, like. I was so dedicated to that. Yeah. Now, granted, you know, it's everything's like timing, you know. So obviously, we would get into this band thing. It was like 2002, and you know, through high school and everything. But I was in high school, so you're like, you know, it was like you're gonna leave high school and go in a band. You know, I didn't have parents that really knew how to do that. Yeah, you know? of course. I was gonna be the Jackson Five. You know, it was like I had to finish school and then do it. Well, by that time, that Lou Perlman gentleman that did all these boy bands. Yeah, it was like he was going down, and all those bands were kind of separating. So you're like, oh boy, oh that's a lot of work for <laughs> for a little payout. Yeah, but it really was, um, you know, it was a lot of fun. And uh, now that's why I have so much fun with some of these guys, my friends. So I, I'll call them up now and say, hey, let's do this thing. Let's bring this, you know, music into the schools and I'll, so awesome. I'll tap them in there so it's kind of like full circle you know yeah. um so it's a lot of fun i actually love that idea and i, I think you know it's, it's a lot of it's interesting when you get in these positions you say okay things that you're personal about you stop bringing them to the forefront right like i'm like a huge animal guy right like i, I love all animals um and when I, some of the things i see in, in la is we have a huge problem with is of course housing right yeah. i'm sure everybody knows that um but there's a lot of little things that are kind of silly when people are saying i'm living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck and you know, if you have a dog, uh, the city, of course, asks you. I should back up. I say the city always is asking, please adopt, don't shop, right? Yeah. In other words, get a dog from a shelter. Yeah, which is what I did. So uh, I have two, and, and and we do that. But then when you go to rent an apartment, you get charged with a, a pet deposit. Yeah. You know, uh, each per each dog, uh, and a pet rent per yeah. each dog at many locations. Yeah. Um, and then you have breed restrictions. So all three of those things to me are, are fundamentally flawed, and they yeah. should be wiped off. So I've been, I've been, you know, ideally trying to push forward. No pet rents, you know, no breed restrictions, and of course, no uh, pet uh, the, uh, extra deposits. Yeah, because these are things that you're making the rents go higher for somebody, but you're helping out the city at the same time. You're saying, okay, yeah. let's let's get these dogs adopted. Okay, so I do that. Yeah. But now I'm paying an extra $200 a month for this. Yeah, which people can't afford, yeah. That's the idea. Yeah. So I think it's, it's we have to work much uh, closer with the developers and the landlords to say, we need to work together on this because if not, 
it's it, we're not going to be the, the be one of the first cities to make a, a no kill shelter. Yeah, and that's where. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that's so cool. That's what we're trying to do. In um, you know, Jean Claude Van Damme, the the muscles from Brussels. Yeah, um, <laughs> is a is a, a real good friend of mine, and I made him the ambassador of animal humanity. Nice. You know, this guy is is you know he really breathes it you know it's not like a hollywood you know bs you know yeah um and you know we we have a foundation and, and that's one of our things that we want to push forward is to make no dog be euthanized where we can kind of like, hey, like that we take this idea from new zealand they have this huge farm it's like in the mountains okay. and there's just dogs running around i mean it's a fenced in area but they just run around and if you want to adopt a dog you just go with a picnic sit down and you find the dogs and they yeah, come they're up just living their life yep. yeah so it's we beautiful. ideally would be able to find some piece of land that we could do that like a ventura or an area that has yeah. you know cheap enough to do it and at the same time, you know, have the space um, where we can take the dogs, where if cars the animal shelter, you know, which they do a good job, but, you know, it's a high kill shelter. So if they say, hey, we have these three pit bulls that are getting ready to be euthanized, pump the brakes, right? Or yeah. pump the paws, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, pump no, the paws. Pump the paws. Uh, you know, the name of your, your campaign is pump right, the paws. Right, pump the paws, right? <laughs> um, we would take that and then, you know, we would bring them. So any dog that was yeah, on death yeah. row, they would never have to worry about getting euthanized, you know? Yeah. We would be able to bring them to, you know, say to the sanctuary, to the farm. So, but same thing, when you take somebody like Jean-Claude, he's very um, passionate about it and he has I mean, 20 million people on Facebook, yeah. you know? So he's reaching a large audience. Good. And we're really able to, you know, like anything else, these dogs really get saved because people keep sharing the dogs so yeah. it's not like come on down to my shelter I'm so glad because on Facebook they, they post so many videos of like just animals being abused yeah like, it's so it's yeah. oh, it's terrible I know I can't it's, it's terrible but you hope it, it changes people yeah you know it's sometimes like, it's like you gotta have something bad to see and then you go oh, I don't wanna be that guy you know, yeah. you you feel it and, and then just you, acting out on it and then be like well no one's seen that yeah and then you get it's, involved in stuff like this well that's that's right and, and you know it's funny Whist, that's why I, I, I really think with social media I could change so many bad things and turn them into positive things, you know. Yeah. Um, and I was mentioning this with we go down to Mexico. You know, we're building this village. In, oh yeah, uh, I saw, in, in I Tijuana. Saw, yeah. And part of the thing, you know, with their government is to say you you can't suppress this anymore. Yeah. You know, people can take pictures and video, and we can introduce these children, and you yep. can see the poverty that they're in, and that we need to, you know, we need to do something. We need to create a social service uh, program for them. We need yeah. to create a way to help. Build, you know, almost, it's like not a hand out, it give them a hand up, right? On how they can get out of the situation because the, the whole world can see now Yeah. when people go through, you know, through the city on how the government is, is you know, having their, their, their own uh, countrymen. Yeah. So with social media, we're able to actually influence more because you That's put people awesome. uncomfortable yeah. to make a change. Yeah. So, yeah, we try and, to use knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Well, that's it. Yeah, and community, you know, numbers. You yeah. get people together, people start answering questions that they don't want to answer because you yeah. have, a, you know, a form group. So anyways, well, actually, um, so the podcast is 30 minutes, and we just oh, hit 30 minutes. We hit 30 minutes. That's and I fast. Could, I could listen to you talk all day. You're a, you're a fun guy to hang out with. Hey, well, thank you very much. We'll have to have you on for season two. Season two, here we yeah. come. Yeah. Um, it was a pleasure. Oh, and, thank um, you, buddy. I'm just going to follow up here. So you can listen to us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play. Uh, we're on Stitcher Radio, and we're also on YouTube as well. Uh, we're just everywhere. Just Google Mimosas with Michael, and you'll find us. So uh, have a great week. Thank you so much, Steve Kirkwood. We'll put your information on the website so people can find you and, and see all the great things you're doing. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Have a good day. Appreciate it.